0: Love talk Radio. Good morning. This is your host Lorraine Nighthart. You are listening to Venus Unplugged. And what is done with this broadcast is um, we talk about myths and goddesses and feminine, the masculine, the uh, beauty, um, dreams, because an undernourished culture when it doesn't have enough. Venusian energy, and that energy gets exiled, or or uh, sinned against, or hurt. You know, the, the the feminine. I was reading something the other day that and Jung, this was over a hundred years ago, wrote a letter to Freud. You know, they were they were uh, working together, and Jung was supposedly going to be Freud's protege. Of course. Uh, That didn't happen very well. But Jung started to have different uh, beliefs than Freud. Freud felt that uh, man's uh, floor was uh, sexuality. And Jung felt it was meaning, having the meaning for life. And they had two completely different understandings, uh, you know, about about psyche and the unconscious. But one letter... Uh, towards the end of their relationship, uh, Jung writes that he feels. Uh, now, of course, this is totally visionary. You know, this, this is a strong scientific man. He's having a vision that that the feminine is coming back to consciousness, the goddess Sophia. Now, Sophia, and the word philosophy means lover of of wisdom. Sophia is wisdom. She's a very uh, important archetype or image, certainly in the Gnostic teachings, which are the more esoteric teachings of Christianity. And in the Gnostic teachings, it's essentially, you know, you are your own religion. You've, you you You're responsible for your connection to the divine, and you can have all these different beliefs and stories, but essentially it's up to you. Which is so much of what myth, and certainly your, your own myth. Every day you're living out your myth, and hopefully with a little bit of consciousness, because it will start making sense to you what life keeps on pointing. You know, whatever we don't know about ourselves does return to us as fate. Why does this keep on happening? Well, write it out, and separate it, and start... To symbolically see the meaning you know, when we can't solve a problem or an issue it's because it comes from a much deeper part of ourselves, an unknown part and when we begin to I don't know that we can always befriend but we certainly can make parts of ourselves conscious or more aware like wow yeah that really was you know when, when we get absolutely right and a little bit obnoxious about it. and I'm absolutely right. There's no point of view from the other person or the situation. We're in trouble because we have split. And we all have the, the uh, shadow sisters and shadow brothers. And we've been looking at this uh, marvelous poem, Sumerian poem, of Ainana and her dark sister, Arishkigal. So we have that twinning sister, the positive and the negative. Not in terms of, it's not positive and negative in terms of judgment value. It's opposite. And whenever you want to get yourself out of a, out of a pickle or a depression or, we, you know, you're, you're fighting with your beloved and you can't figure out why, there's an opposite that is going on that wants to be made conscious. You know, we can have um, very different values on something. And very often people find out, oh, well, actually we're saying the same thing, but we're just saying it in a different way. So, you know, Arushka Gal is called Ainana's sister in in this Sumerian poem. And it is her shadow. So last week we talked about how Ainana... uh, goes into the underworld to meet her dark sister, and the sister takes one look at her. The sister is mourning uh, the death of her husband, the, the bull of heaven, and she just takes one look and she's obviously pissed at Inanna. And you know, and it's the ways of the underworld are perfect. You don't have any business being here. You don't know how this joint is run, and she just hangs her on a meat hook. Rot, which is very much the crucifixion. And we all get home on a meat hook at one point in our life. We were just hanging there and rotting, and we feel like I, nothing's ever going to change. I'm never going to have. I'm never going to get. But, no, it's just our time to, you know, we, we've, run, we've run out of whatever attitude we have that it no longer works. So we usually encounter a disaster, which is an interesting word. Disaster, the root meaning of disaster is not following Ishtar, the heavens, the stars. And Ishtar and Inanna are, are similar uh, uh, goddesses. So, and speaking of the heavens, and today we're literally having a blue moon. And the which means there's there's two full moons in the same sign. This time it's in Sagittarius, and it's at 29 degrees Sagittarius. So you know we're all up looking at something about wisdom, about understanding. We maybe have changing a philosophy. We may have to have a broader perspective uh, because that is about wisdom. So this week is going to be action-packed. Either nightmares, you know, um, which the reason we have a nightmare is it's the the dream maker within will only tell us what we don't know about ourselves, Uh, and when when it's really uh, a nightmare. It's like a code that doesn't want the ego to know what's going on because the ego just is like, no, no, that's not true. That's not happening. No, no. You know, you're white as the driven snow and you're right. Well, I always get a little suspicious of that. It's like, yes, right from your point of view, right from your side, right from what you're representing, uh, right from what you know about yourself. But it's what you don't know. That's when the growing pains begin. And it doesn't necessarily mean you may not know that you have courage. You may not know that you, um, I see this a lot, that you have a boundary. And you don't know it till somebody steps on it or steps in it or tries to take away your right to your privacy. You know, it's like, well, I just hacked into your emails because I wanted to see what you were up to. It's like, what? You're kidding me. So, and these twin sisters, you know, the the opposites live within, as, you know, does the same in with men. They have their Anima and their their Sophia within. But these goddesses and gods always have they're always dual. And when you really devote uh your life to meaning, not just excuses. You know, this happened because of. That's not necessarily meaning. That's just telling yourself the same old story. But the meaning is what is really going on? What are these energies that are happening? What is trying to be born in me that is terrifying? Or what needs to die and be let go of because it's, it's actually in my way? I can't, uh, you know, maturity, which is what the art of life is really about is maturing into it's not about spending time and becoming old becoming wise what observing of life and not just some homogenized little quick uh answer like well that's just your karma that doesn't suffice but so arushka gal is a known as um, sister in the poem her dark sister And she's the the shadow, or the shadow can be seen as the complement. So together, the two goddesses uh, make kind of a bipolar uh, wholeness pattern of the archetypal feminine. So... Jung, over a hundred years ago, felt this coming through now he was you know doing all his research and being deeply involved in the, the alchemical work and also doing his uh, now famous and popular the red book so he was as he was doing this and working in these energies, he began to i wouldn't call it prophecy he he began to have visions. He was feeling what was going on. Right. So, in this, uh, with the goddesses, right, and um, the archetypal feminine, so this also is the mother daughter uh, by unity of the great goddess. And so it, it's also the star of Inanna above and below, because during this der she is the youthful virgin goddess of love and of harlots. And uh, she's got this connection to her her natural uh, sexuality that she delights in, which I particularly am fond of that part, Uh, to be able to delight in one's uh, sexual and creative energies just for the sheer joy of having it. You don't have to be acting it out. And if you do, cool, but make sure it's your own. You're doing what you want to do, and expressing the art of lovemaking, or flirting, or, or beauty, whatever it may be. But it is about the joy, and it's yours, and it's it's not in exile. So much of the Venusian energy in our society is crucified and exiled. They put her on the borders of, uh, I don't know, indecency or wherever they're putting it, rather than this delightful, life-giving energy. So it's also these, these uh, gods, goddesses, you know, uh, they're of the great above, which Inanna is, they symbolize the way life energies engage actively with one another and how they flow together including the connections that are loving or, or disjunctions or, and that are just passionate. But we need that connection. And we're always connecting with a part of ourselves that we don't know. I mean, the singular, from my point of view, most important, I guess, truth, would be the, the word, is... Um, you know how we're always projecting? If we understood the nature of projection, projection happens all by itself. Nobody provokes it. It is the way in which psyche shows us an aspect of our self in the other. The old pot calling the kettle black, right? It's like, no, no. if this is what creates wars, this is what creates uh, problems, we see an aspect actually of ourselves. Now, it's not exactly, it's in the area of, you know, you may not be acting out in a certain way as your uh, supposed enemy is, but you got some of that going on too. Now, the, the way that psyche works, it projects out so we can see it. You know, it doesn't mean that that person is that. They're they're kind of the model that we uh, use. You know, which is why we have these, you know, religious wars and the face of my God is better than yours or whatever that might be. If we understood or just took a breath in and whatever we're projecting out, Um, And one of the ways we kind of know it's a projection is is our refusal. Oh, no, me, I could never do that. Well, we're all capable of doing lots of things that we don't see, right? Um, It's so important. And then being able to say, wow, that's actually, that's my shadow sister. That's a part of me I didn't know about. Uh, I may need that, you know, that person... um, Um, maybe you're too assertive. And you think, well, so maybe do I need some assertion? Do I need to, like, stop being so understanding and just, like, call it what it is? Or the assertion of walking away? So we look at it, we find it's opposite. In this case, it's, it's... the heaven, heavenly queen, and the underworld queen of Ereshkigal. So below is equally as important as above. So the the goddess or the, the axiom as above, so below, that's what they're talking about. That's what the ancient esoteric laws are talking about. If it's true in heaven, it's true in hell. If it's true on earth, it's true within ourselves, right? So, the the shadow goddesses in this poem, and they're playing out this, this dance. But they're actually one and the same. And that's true of all of us. We have what we think we know about ourselves, and then there's what we don't know. And what we don't know comes visiting and knocking... It's usually not welcome the first hundred times. It's kind of like, no, oh, man, no, really? Really? Yeah, really. So the below, which is too often repressed, is the energy that turns back on itself. So the goddess of the great above symbolizes all the ways life energies engage actively and with one another and they, how they flow together. Uh, Then, including the connections that are loving, below, which is often pressed, is the energy that turns back on itself and goes down into self-preserving introversions. And it's the energy that, that makes a woman able to separate onto herself and to survive alone. So if there's way too much extroversion, which is very simple in in, in America, America is an extroverted uh, thinking country. Um, so we act everything out, and so introversion is, is it's kind of rare. And the introversion is well, also when people meditate, they're they're aware. I need to go in. I need to be still. I need to. You know, find out what's really going on uh, within me. So that, that's also what the underworld. And for some people, introversion is hell. <laughs> or if you suddenly are very quiet, it's like, what's the matter? Nothing's the matter. I'm listening you know, to what's going on inside. So psychologically, uh, we see these two energy patterns uh, in, um, in you know, a person who's empathetic. Often self-isolating, so when we need to self-isolate, when we're not in exile, right? We are moving into the Arishkigal or the the unknown aspect that is below, and the the below is the energy. It's 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 cooking up, and we need that energy. Hmm? Be able to say, you know, before I react here, you know, okay, I give yourself 72 hours. Seven and two is a nine. Nine is the number of completion. Nine is also the number of Sophia, wisdom. And play it out inside yourself for 72 hours and see, see what you come up with. See if you feel the same way or, or you can certainly um, maybe understand What the person so, or even even understand like, wow, you know, really, um, you know, that was that was their projection, nothing personal, and I don't even have to respond because I see it for what it is. We don't have to correct everything. Sometimes it's best just to walk away because uh, that's what the situation calls for. Or it's you know it's it's wasting your hard-earned uh, wisdom on somebody who's not ready. It's like you know watching teenagers and how the all that they that they need to go through, and it's so important because they're in such anguish. They're having to separate. Uh, therefore, they you know they need to make the adult world um, the enemy, or the caretaker the enemy, so that they don't. Stay infantile. So it's hard on everybody, but it must be done. So when we go psychologically into these two energy patterns, if we know that they're in relationship to one another, and this happens in creative projects, this happens in uh, personal, uh, at work. Somebody's always, and there's always somebody who's the scapegoat. There's always somebody who's the hero. You know, the archetype of Rome is constantly uh, playing itself out. And when we can start to notice and have some insight, it's very interesting what is really happening. So, this does not make the goddesses pathological, it doesn't make a person pathological if we need times where we just kept you know we could, the outside world is just too much, we need to go within, and uh, sometimes that comes as a depression uh, where we, we, the depression is just saying like, you know, chill your energy a little bit let's let's go for a tour of duty into our inner world. And it's a way, you know, for many women, uh, we get caught in, in the need to separate. We think we should always be in there. No, or, or feel guilty about needing to go off by yourself or just not wanting to play that role. You know, you don't feel like being. That's, that's not a good day to be whatever role people dream you up for. And it happens all very unconsciously. It's like, how would I get, you know, how do I get this Position. Well, if the shoe fits, you're going to go to the prom. But when the self with a capital S starts becoming conscious or more alive in you, it is the self that can recognize the shadow and light, no judgment, it's just shadow and light. All right. And then we can start getting a sense of the complexity. Of who you are as a person, of the role that you play with your psyche, and the development of your own wholeness, right? so there's a pattern in many pairs of goddesses, right Athena and Medusa. what's a doozy? And Medusa is the one with serpents in her head, she's the one who's uh envious, and that's the shadow aspect of Athena whose who's wisdom and, and and serves? She was actually born out of her father's head, so she did, she wasn't born from a mother. And that's another thing: when you see the birth of the story, the birth of these goddesses, how how are they, you know, have they come into to the consciousness? And so the heavenly Aphrodite and the opposite of her Uranian Aphrodite, and that's the eldest of the Fates. And then there's Mother Kali and the devouring Kali Durga, the light and the dark side of the moon. So we can consider these pairs of opposites as two kinds of energy that begin to tell us the story, They tell us the half we don't know. We can muse on that what is it that I don't know about myself that's maybe tripping me up or that you have a talent that, or a gift that you are giving to somebody else and it's actually yours it's like no, you're the one that can do that so the when we start to recognize that there is always opposites and we have enough uh, consciousness or courage to say what, what? the opposite in here or just play out the story well, We would, it's classical theater and what am I related to and what is the not so cool part and kind of the ugly smelly part um, or what we, what we don't know and realize like wow what if you could feel comfortable with that part that's not so developed or not so aware. Or when a conflict happens, say, you know, wait a second. Hmm. Is there any truth in what my enemy says? And if there is, we can correct that. We then may not be able to stop it. We may only be able to get as far as going, like, you know, that's kind of, I do do that. Yeah. Or some people get hot and fiery and yelling and screaming, and other people get cold, like a serpent. And a lot of people are very terrified when the feminine gets cold because it's no longer human. And so it's, oh, that's so cold blooded, right? That's intense. They're cold. They're not feeling. They're not related. They are not interested in your problem. You can just rot on that meat hook. And we've all been on both sides of that. So then we know, oh, okay. I'm running through the polarity of of the shadow and the light of of the sisters. uh, And within myself. So... When that happens, that awareness, certainly when it first happens, it's almost like, you know, whose reality am I in? Or we'll take it literally. Sometimes if I'm in a conflict about something trying to understand, you know, I will go, I'll write something down. I'll say, all right, well, let me just look at the etymology of this word. And what what is happening here? Same way you would with a dream if you read your dictionaries of symbolisms and your etymology, what is it, what is it revealing? Because it's psyche. It's not, it's not uh, the image of symbolism. It's psyche's logic. So it's not our ego logic. So when we can relate to the feminine, both in her dark and light size, in her erotic and are impassioned and in the death and the ending or the mourning and not panic like oh wow I was so happy yesterday and now it's been all taken away no it's the ebb and the flow without the two of them constantly moving but that's what we call life so when someone uh let's say is more of an Erishka girl figure, they may be more uh, maybe more more introverted they it's like a, a friend of mine when i when i need to introvert goes up Yeah, oh, no, okay Persephone, she'll be back, and she you know she knows me for so many years it's just like, it's just that you kind of disappear, but you know you're you're deep in the middle of working something out that's not necessarily. Sometimes I don't even know. It's just kind of fall silent, and but I what what I do know is something's cooked in there. So when you give yourself the the silence to let to just start to feel what's cooking, you'd be surprised how much energy you're going to wake up with and have. So this myth is teaching us what is life-enhanced, and that life is all circular. As above, so it goes around and around, uh, uh, the life and death, and what happens in our life. And this week in particular, it's going to be a very high-end aspect of life, a lot of revelations, a lot of growing up, a lot of letting go to what no longer works. Nobody has to be mean about it. We can just step away from it gracefully, and sometimes silence—not the cold, mean kind of silence, you know, where you want somebody, to, where you want to ghost somebody—but the silence. It's just no. I, I, if if I say something, it, this is only going to inflame the situation. I'll wait. I'll get my moment to say what needs to be said. So. You know, this is what we're understanding, the the matrix of, of these transpersonal energies. And they are quite acceptable. And so we needn't reject any aspect of ourselves. We can say, yeah, that's true, too. You can be the holy one and you can be the monster. But that's who we all are. We are developing our humanity, which can be pretty extraordinary, and developing the wisdom and in order to have a wisdom we need to be tested to see if we can remember it in the moment what's the and then suddenly all the um, the difficulties all the tumult that you may be having suddenly just eases and then you realize oh i've just you know, got a hook on on the opposite, and I can keep a balance on that. So, till next week.